You're listening to One-on-One with DP. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to One-on-One. Rashawn Jackson is here. Rico is here. A couple of things from that. Uh, Pecan Pass says, I think the former winners need to be there for mentorship. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, a Husker fan in Manhattan says yes to Bo. Absolutely. Bo all day, twice on Sunday. I like Scott and I hope things turn around, but I would like a nine-win team every year. Patrick says this, if winning is at the pinnacle, how do you keep either Frost or Hoiberg? Husker fan goes on. Winning consistently takes a foundation that is set to a standard. Bo, tower of success was a single pole. Always swinging in that uh, Nebraska high win. Riley had no pyramid, but it was blocks scattered all over the field. Scott and staff are trying to gather what was left, patch the floor, stack uh, a stable foundation. This is why the team product is better. Will lead to constant wins again. I will accept all of that, except that the product is better. Yeah, no, better we, than what? Yeah, yeah, no, not yet. We, we've got to. You lost too many people. Uh, first of all, you, you, the, the guys that we recruited, we lost a lot of those guys, and now we, we, we're restocking um, the cupboards if you will, you know, to make sure that we can do some things differently. And here, you talked about Frost or Hoiberg. Here's the difference between Frost and Hoiberg, I think. Mm -hmm. Scott did what was necessary. He changed. I I don't know if Hoiberg has fired anybody on his staff yet. What what has Scott changed? Well, I mean, you changed offensively. You changed the the people. Has he? Yeah, you changed. How do we know? We'll know the spring. You change, <laughs> so we don't know yet. You, you, well, we'll know during practice. You so we change, don't know. We yet. do know. We you change. <laughs> here's why. Here's why we know. Because you change the people in the room. Okay. You change leadership in the room. So with that change of leadership, with Mickey and Donovan and Whipple and and uh, some of the other coaches that they changed, that that came in that was not a part. But I think that will have a bigger part to play. I well, think le- it, Lerner, well, but Lerner is a high-level assistant. So to say that the room hasn't been changed isn't true. But we talk about Hoiberg, and, 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 yeah, yeah that, that 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 is that's one of the top uh, talent assessors and trainers in all of basketball, mm-hmm. in all of basketball, and he's right here. Nobody talks about him, and that's cool because that, that just tells me that you don't but, know basketball. But 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 why isn't it? How can we see the change? The change is only in wins and losses, it's what right? I just said to you, why you? But the same theory, you, you got to change something, though. You can't. Hoiberg's say the got to change something in order to be good. Of course he does. What does he change? Of course, he, you brought in one of the great talent assessors and trainers in all of basketball. Period. Okay. Br- in do the, you mean this year? He's been so he's here. So, but you can't say that Scott's changed. And but that's changed. You haven't Fred seen also, it. You haven't seen Fred it. Fred also, I don't know about the whole offensive philosophy, but but they did change a part of their offense with how they run it. They run it more through Derek Walker now. Listen, let me go back to something you said, DP. Scott has changed because if he didn't change, I don't think he'd be here. I, I, I'll say this. Because people will say, here's my thing. They're, 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 the, they're, they're the same. Neither one's good enough. Like, period. Then you get into like how you feel about it, but then for me, I have to go back to, I have to be honest to the pyramid of structure. If the thing that needs to happen here in Nebraska athletics for the major programs is winning, 
winning, then neither one is where we can be comfortable or compliant or an accomplice. No, you have to say those two programs need to be better in the thing that's at the top of the pyramid, which is mo- which is winning. Then the money aspect of it, which is absolutely hindering and holding up both programs from making simple decisions about how they're going to achieve winning because they've made financial commitments and decisions that are that they they're beholden to and accountable for the money that's going to be required to fix those things to to get your exit packages doesn't come from the fan base they come from the elites and the elite check writers who are who make this thing move behind the scenes they have to decide is it money or winning and if both start to get affected people not showing up and you're not winning and the fan base isn't happy then decisions get made and you say you know what we've got to get back to winning it can't just be money it can't just be hey are the fan base happy because we understand that when the fan base was when a third of the fan base wasn't happy with Pelini, you 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 made a decision based on the loud third rather than hey the thing at the top of the pyramid means we're we're we've got the result now what we need to do is fine tune some of the other things in play to get us back to the standard that we feel like we're entitled to does that make sense uh, it makes all the sense in the world i'm just saying that when you have when you when you have been at a a, a place a particular place for a, a long time yep and it hasn't worked true you need to change something yes you cannot keep doing things the same way and expect different results. Yes. We know what that definition is. Yes, sir. And so I'm saying that, one, I take my hat off to Trev Alberts for making some decisions. And I and, and he is not done, man. You got to think of how much, how many decisions he has to make over the course of this year. And I know there is a game plan that, that will be instituted, you know, because I believe Trev is, is way more methodical in his thinking than people give them credit for. And no, we haven't seen a ton of things roll out just yet, but we've seen enough. I've seen enough to make me say the program is at least headed in the right direction. Will it continue? We'll see during the spring. I, I my, my skin moves a little bit in the creepy, crawly way because we're putting – hope on this is we're going to focus on spring back spring football which this market does at a very high level to very focus true. on spring game and how it's going to appear when it's us versus us it, but even again you know us versus us back when i played was better than us versus anybody so until you get back to us versus is versus us being like a like a like a junkyard dog brawl like a heavyweight championship, you you'll never have it. So are you? But saying, you can see it. What do you? See? I I I I don't personally see it. I don't see a lineup of six deep at linebacker where, as you and Jay talked about. It is legitimately iron versus iron every day, 
for the nine months before you get to September. But that's why I say former players coming back to practice because we know what a real practice Are they going to let looks. you in practice? Yeah, but we know what a real – They're going to let everybody in practice. I, I would imagine if you wanted to go back no, to practice. You, you can't, you can't do, no, they won't let you in. Well, who, I mean that's, – That's the current rule. Uh, look, I, I'm a fan of going to practice and watching. I, look, I, my eyes are pretty good. I have my bad moments. I, you know, I, I, I give that. Yeah, but former players – I, I mean, I, I would think former players can go to practice. I would think in this climate, in this day and age – that a former no, player no hasn't been. I think it's I think it's former players that are like volunteer assistant type stuff or or nah. like on like a nah no if I, if I wanted to go to practice I can go to practice okay I wouldn't I don't know I'm just, I wouldn't know I, I'm, I'm I just will, saying if I I, if, will, I will I will take a I will accept a wager on that how much you want to lose <laughs> we'll talk about that yeah because yeah. I think because there are people who want to help the program that want to be close to the program. For the very reasons that you speak of. And it, if that was happening, if the former players were given that pass and that freedom, means that the coaching staff was comfortable enough in what they're teaching and coaching to be seen and evaluated by those people. I would then say, oh, that's a step in the right direction. Accountability is the thing that – accountability and urgency is the thing that has not been present in my mind. And that's just my, my two cents of my opinion, that accountability and urgency have, have been missing. And it will fix some of the things you talk about. If we find out that black shirt, former black shirts and Huskers could go to practice on a regular basis, even just to watch, I would say, you know what? You know what, VJ? You're right. Right. A change has happened. And I would say the very same thing about Husker basketball. That if the former players were allowed to come and get eyes on the program and be a presence, I would say, okay, now they're in business. Like well, I, now I, you're cooking in Christmas. I know, but I think the I think the problem is the invite. Okay. You got guys like myself who want to go because I, I know what I can. I can contribute in, in, in my eye for talent and my eye for football and understanding it. But it'd be nice if, 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 if football called and said, hey, we want you to come to practice. Well, well, you, that, that's very to my point. Most programs that set those sort of boundaries where they don't want former players around are working from a space where accountability – and knowledge aren't the focus. It's ego, and I. This is my ball, and I'm gonna close quarters because I don't want people. I don't want people's voices. I don't want voices in the chamber. There is a new sheriff in town, and his name is Trev Albert. Well, I, when when I hear that practice is open to former Huskers, I, it ain't gonna be open to me. Have people who understand what needs to be taking place in that space for positive engagement, right, on the field and off. And I'm just as concerned uh, that these young people have people who can, one, that they can bounce stuff off of. I mean, there are certain players in this team that have, they have a need to have a big brother or a person of of, of strength to support what already exists for them. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I want for it. 
And I think that's – so when that announcement happens, Rico and I will throw confetti in the air. I'm not going to say necessarily that We will throw gonna, confetti in the air. I'm not going to say that they're going to announce it, but if I wanted to go to practice, I could go to practice. But 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 let's just say that it, it's not a Vershawn thing. What if it's it's a somebody else who, who has the good heart and has the history? Now, I don't think that, the, that, that we have to get passes and, and – Lanyards and no, all you're, that you're stuff no, you're going to have to. That's that's compliance. You have to yeah, do that. You have to. You don't have a choice. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here, see, this is the, this is that thing, and this is the line <laughs> that people are going to talk about. The compliance issue is an issue at Nebraska. Compliance with who? The NCAA and the Big Ten Conference. Yeah. So, so wait a minute. So you mean to tell me that those guys that I saw on the sideline at Michigan State, they're in the same Big Ten Conference, right? And the guys that when I saw did you see them? In, in Iowa. When did you see them there? Well, there's what, 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 Iowa. And not in the last four years you haven't. Not yeah. in the last four years you have not. I was on the sideline during the during the Iowa game. Bruh, I'm telling you, not I'm not even talking about ball games. I'm talking about practice, Allen Iverson. I'm talking about people <laughs> being in the space, right? In the space. Where, Man, they can go because to practice. that's when they need you. Look, I get we going to practice this year. That people show up on the sideline during games because that's to be seen and to be a part of the – but the work is the other six days, bro. I agree. This program's problems aren't on Saturday. They Saturday is just a pimple that shows up because of what they digest the other six days of the week. And if you Touché. don't put good things in that space, you're going to have the same results. You're just going to have the same results. You can tell me all about it. I think it's simple that – the bridge between the former Huskers and, and, and the current program will have the ability to help enhance and empower those young people. That's all I'm hoping for. Oh, absolutely. It, that's it all will. I'm hoping for. I, it, we, you know, that's one of the things that we talked about. There's a bunch of former Husker groups going on, and there's a, a former Husker alumni group that they just started uh, being headed up by um, Georgia Chola. Okay. And I, I really and truly think that it's been more of an effort. I mean – one of the things that Trev said at that at that dinner to us former players was that he apologized to us. Now, he didn't have to do that. Correct. He didn't have to say, you know what, former players, you guys have been the ones that have, have not really have been treated the, the worst right. in this last umpteen years. Right. We're going to make sure that we take care of you guys. And, and and I know that he's going to do that, and I don't think that practice I'm is throwing confetti in the air, baby. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that practice. I you, think we will, will be able to go to practice. Me, will you, Rico? What's that? We should demand that he calls us when when that thing happens, mm -hmm. so we can throw confetti in the air for you. Well, get ready. We'll for pop it. a bottle. Hey, listen, I'm going to I'm going to practice day one. Matter of fact, if you're able, if to I just, wanted to go through the walkthrough, we just had a walkthrough last week. I don't. I'm I'm, I'm just because I'm going to prove you wrong, and I'm going to practice. I need a picture of you at practice. If that's, if that's I'm, going to, I'm going to practice. I don't want to get you in trouble. We talk about practice. I don't want to get you in trouble and not allowed to go to practice. We're talking, we're talking about practice. But if you can, just give I me think, a little, I little, think, I think number selfie. 34 can go to practice. A little selfie. Especially now in this climate where, listen, what's the worst that can happen by having old Busty Bus at practice? Nothing. No, no, no. That is a long list, but we will not go. We give will, me one. We will not go. What's the worst we, that can – give we, me one, DP. What's I, the I, worst I, that I, can I, happen? I, I we'll go to break. I'll give it to you then. All right. He's going <laughs> to think about it. No, no. It Texas, 464-5685 on the side of Hammond text line. We'll be right back. 
Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.